episode 29 of the Eminem podcast. We're back. What's up, Michael? Oh, there's so much that's been going on this week. Um, I mean, first off, it's uh, Labor Day weekend, so um, yeah. we'll see how that goes. We're still in school, guys. Yeah, well, kind, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, um, to be honest with you, I have a lot of things to say in this podcast here. Like, once we get into like the meat of it, you know, about uh, JMU and all kinds of stuff. So we'll get into that, but... Um, all right, sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Let's get into these current news starting off. All right. Trump traveled to Kenosha, Wisconsin on Tuesday, ignoring the letter from the governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, that urged Trump not to come. He visited law enforcement, but not Jacob Blake's family. I don't, I don't know about that. Anyway, next up, India with 70,000 COVID cases in one day. By far the fastest spreading country with COVID. Now, the U.S. still has more total cases, but again, India is by far the fastest spreading. That doesn't really surprise me. I mean, they have like so many people there in such a densely populated place. Yeah, people you know? have been like eyeing them for the longest, and now yeah. it's blown up. Yeah. Um. So Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he he and his family had COVID nineteen recently and, and just recovered. I saw this. He said, "Quote: I can tell you that that is this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things I've ever had to endure as a family." He said, "For me personally, um, I've gone through some doozies in the past." So. They had apparently a tough time with it. So, did like how was Dwayne's health though? Like, was he like kind of like asymptomatic and stuff, or was I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I, he probably had some. I didn't. I just saw the quote. I didn't hear him actually talk about it, oh, but uh, it was like all over Twitter a few days ago. And um, I don't know if his family or his kids or something had an, like an issue with it or or what it was, but I don't oh. know. He just said it was tough as a family. I bet. I bet, especially when you're when you're young ones and stuff. Are close with that. But anyway, um, next up, Zoom had its best quarter in corporate history. Now this is a direct product of schools being online. I bet. I, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, I think schools are fed up with WebEx. I freaking hate WebEx. WebEx oh is, my is butt cheeks, yes. in my opinion. <laughs> Straight up, it's terrible. It's terrible. No cap. <laughs> no cap. Uh, yeah, I hate WebEx. And you know, I don't know if you know this, this is a little little teaser for the whole segment that's coming up. But did you know that JMU, well, actually, it's changed now, but for like the whole last semester and the beginning of the semester, they had a deal with WebEx. Yeah. And yeah. that's why like a lot of Everything. professors use it because mm-hmm. they'd have to pay out of pocket for Zoom. To. But I think they just signed a deal with Zoom. I think so too because it's on Canvas now, like as an option. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. Now, you can do so many more things with Zoom. But anyway, <clears throat> for the last little bit of news, way back in March, a man named Joe Prude from Rochester, New York, called police needing help for his brother, Daniel Prude, who has a history of mental illness. Um, At the time, he was acting out and behaving erratically. The cops arrived, immediately handcuffed him, and put put a hood over his head and pinned him to the ground, his body and everything, and his head with a knee (laughs) again. He was taken to the hospital right after in an ambulance. A week later, Daniel died in the hospital. Ever since, Joe and his family have been trying to figure out what happened. This Wednesday, the family received footage of the event and shared it with the local media. A video of the arrest is in the show notes for those who wish to see. Uh, it was pretty, it's pretty intense for those that like, just like to give a fair warning to, to to our audience. It's pretty intense and pretty disturbing, honestly. Wow, that's I, I just don't get the whole uh, knee thing. Neither do I. It's like, do they teach them to do that? No, like, why? No, it's not. I I don't. I I really don't get that. It's so unnecessary. Like, I don't care. Like, who? I mean, there's so many other ways you can restrain people especially and when you've been what you'll so. see in the in the video too is like they put a bag over his head i was so confused by that like why it's like that, you're like kidnapping somebody yeah it, it was really weird i know he has mental illness and like he didn't want him to see or something I don't, I don't know but anyway whatever moving on to fast facts what's happening 
<laughs> Fast facts. Okay. Um, so mine, the most sold item in Walmart is something you're not going to guess. It's bananas. I would have guessed it's bread. I, don't, I honestly don't know what I would have picked, but it sells more than a billion pounds of bananas per year. I've never gone to like whenever like I would go shopping with my mom or something. We'd never not have bananas like in our car. Like, we'd always have bananas in our house. I have beef with bananas. Why do you have beef with bananas? That's like the I, I that fruit gets on my nerves. Honestly. Because look, so you buy a bunch, right? Yeah. From the store, you buy them, and usually they're like. You, you don't want to eat them yet because they're like too ripe or not ripe. Yeah, you got to find the right one. They're like a little green. You know what I'm saying? They're too, they're not yeah. ripe yet. So you like set them on the counter and you wait, you wait. And then you're like, oh, I want to eat it today, but I can't. So the next day you're just like, no, not yet. And then you're like, oh, look, they're good. So you eat like one or two. And then like, but you're not gonna eat a whole bunch in like a day. So like you eat one or two bananas. And then by the time you get to like the end of the bunch, they're already like too ripe. And then you're like, I got to throw them away now. God this pisses me off. Well, it's like a week thing. You buy them week by week, so you get like the best ones you can with like the perfect ripeness, and then you you chop them up. I mean, like if, okay, so your first day should be smoothies. Your first day with bananas got to be smoothie because it doesn't matter what the I, bananas I taste like at that point. I, I usually I buy bananas because like I just wanted something quick that I could like take with me. Or something, yeah, you know, me too. I like I but, like bananas, but I don't know. They, there's annoying apples. I think is the best best fruit. See, I'd rather have a banana over over an apple. I like apples, but. I, I don't I just I feel like there's so much more you can do with an apple. <laughs> okay. All right, continue. Well, mine. So I'm a huge burger fan. We all know that on the topic of food here. Um, so here we go with the largest recorded burger ever, at a staggering cost of eight thousand dollars for a burger. The burger weighs it at seventeen hundred ninety-four pounds. It was like this place called like Malia's or something like that, and they like they like researched this for years and then like finally made it and. I don't know, like, why spend $8,000 on a burger? Uh, this is actually a really, good, um, a really good segue here because before we get into, like, the real topic that I want to talk about, which is the JMU <laughs> stuff, I want to do a quick little, like, update because at the end of the last episode, we talked about our Home Depot, our Home Depot incident. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and we have a little update on that. So, Mike, if you want to yeah, update so the audience. Apparently, so we got the Home Depot. We, got, we told you the whole process. We got two propane tanks out of one. We bought one, got two propane tanks. I don't even know how and that happened. I don't know how it happened either. It opened up two gates, took them. We just took them. We were like, you know what? They, they screwed up our order this bad, so we're just going to take them. So we take them, bring them back. They did, we noticed they felt a little light, but like we didn't like we never bought propane tanks I don't ourselves, know what right? propane exactly. is supposed to feel like. We didn't like. know exactly how it was supposed to feel. So we bring them both home. Try one of, They work for like a couple days or whatever. By the end of the week, we go through two of them. We're like, like, what the heck? Like, wh both of them don't work. Like, the flames just stop coming out. And so after that, I'm like, all right, I take this thing back to the store, the Home Depot. Got exchanged it out. Like, I had to show them the receipt and everything so they could give me another one. Had this lady bring me out to the front. I picked up this one propane tank. Dang near. Arms fell to the floor. Thing was heavy as a mug. <laughs> Brought that thing back in the place. Open flames. Cooked, cooked food on it. It was freaking great. So. And you got that. It was free, right? Yeah, completely free. Yeah, all right. I was going to yeah. say, I was I, like... Exactly. She was like, uh, when I first went up to the desk, the lady was like, so that's going to be like $15 or something like that. And I'm like, why no. would I have to pay extra? And, I'm, and she's like, oh, you just want one more. You, just, you, just wanna, you don't want them refilled. You just want to exchange. I'm like, yes, I just want it exchanged because it didn't have anything in it. So. Yeah, and plus you got a brand new tank. Exactly. Yeah. And it was brand new, too. They Shiny. didn't give us one of these crappy-ass... Dingy, right? like, beat-up things. So the lady was great. Thankful for her. Um, I, what a process, though. That was honestly, I, to th like our, our, if we were to leave a rating that day, that 
it would probably be like a one and a half. One star on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Go into Google right now, rating it. Yeah, yeah, honestly. It's so, like mean, one of our um consistent listeners, he he listened to our story and he goes, because he's been like the Harrisonburg area and he said that, that that Home Depot is always sucked. Like because he was here like back a while ago. He said he yeah. he said it's like it's bad. My roommate says it's like on par with Walmart now. My, yeah. <laughs> when I heard Zach, that at first, Zach I literally laughed my ass off. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, on par with Walmart. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bad. New levels of low. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so hopefully, hopefully that's the end of that, that segment. But anyway, there's no more updates coming on that. But I thought it was like we were talking about the grill and the burgers and everything. But anyway, so here we go. I have a lot to say about James Madison University and their COVID response. Okay. Let so them have it. I got it all here. I had to write stuff down because I said, I'm going to get so worked up over this that I'm not going to like <laughs> remember everything I want to say. So the only place to start is just the beginning. So obviously, for those of you who don't know, on September 1st, JMU sent out an email to all students and faculty out of nowhere. Like this was, I mean, you, everybody kind of saw this coming, but we didn't know when. Yeah. But this was very early. On <laughs> September 1st, JMU said they're moving all classes online for four weeks, they say, until, quote, they reevaluate on September 25th in hopes of returning to in-person class on October 5th. So basically, they're saying, like, what a bunch of garbage that yeah. is. First off, that's just, I'm not even into it yet. And, like, I know, they're trying to tell people, like, so, such quick notice that their parents got to drive all the way from Texas, all the yeah. way from Jersey, yeah. all the way from New York, to yeah. come pick their asses up, get a U-Haul again, and take them back home. Yeah. What? Yeah, and then, and then, uh, yeah, in four weeks, once we figure this out, uh, yeah, you can come back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're telling people, I saw on Instagram, it said, it said, uh, to all students on campus, you don't have to bring all of your things home, all of your belongings, like because you're going to be coming back. I, I quoted that. I said, you do need to bring all your belongings home because there's no shot we're coming back. <laughs> stupid people. They are stupid. They're like, they're like dangling. They know it, too. They're dangling like a carrot in front of people because they're like, no, like you can come back. You can come back. And then they like people are like, OK, I won't drop out. I won't you know, take a gap or something. I'm going to like keep giving yeah. you my money. And God. All right. So anyway, so that's a lie. But they, they know it, but that's just the way it is. Um, they also told everybody living on campus to be out of the dorms. Now, we got this email the evening of September 1st. They said, by September 7th, you have to be out of your dorm by 5 p.m. Yeah, parents got plans. They live, they live lives. They I, mean, just... I, I, I mean, that's so much. What if you have to fly? These you kids gotta... don't have cars. They can't just drive back themselves. Storage, <laughs> storage, like yeah. tickets, you know, figuring stuff out. All that. Boom, get out. So they say unless you file a request to stay, it has to be approved. I know. Like for people with extreme circumstances. Well, the thing is, is over a thousand freshmen or people who live on campus have filed for that mm. and got it. So like, okay. oh, I think over half of the whole freshman population filed and got it approved. All right. Well, that's good. So, but like the thing is, is like, so they want to send all the freshmen home supposedly because of COVID mm. issues, but yet half of them, over half of them file for it and they stay. So they're sending half of them home. No. Stupid. Um, this is where it really gets stupid. So they're kicking them out, right? You have to go back home, which will infect their families. That's what I was about to say. Like they're literally putting their families at risk. Yes, and like, and they say, and they said, um, the all students returning home, they they recommend that they quarantine for two weeks. Where are you going to quarantine? Where? And plus, they don't have a car, so somebody's got to come pick them up. Exactly. In the car. How in are we quarantining in the car? How are you going to quarantine in the car? We're going to put the windows down all the way back home, right? Like, like the all ten hours yeah, of our right? drive, like. Are and you, like, I'm going to have stuff 
packed to the brim in my car. Yeah. Like, how am I going to be able to even do that? What are you talking about? Right? got papers flying out the windows <laughs> and stuff. What is this? Like, they say, and then, but listen, freaking Caitlin Reed is the JMU spokesperson for, like, the university here. And she's like, she was interviewed and all this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, she said, like, this is what they, it's so PR and crap. Like, ugh. So it said, <laughs> like, I, it's so annoying. Like, I'm just getting into it here. So anyway, so she says that students who are already in isolation or have tested positive um, will stay here and finish out their quarantine, yeah. and then they go back. You know, that's, that's what the response is to what I just said about how you're going to quarantine. And I'm like, no, listen to me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people like, I just live in a dorm. I haven't tested positive, but I guarantee you I've been exposed to it at some point. I may be asymptomatic. I don't know. And I won't know. And so you're going to send me back home to my parents? Talk I, about the testing. Didn't they offer testing? Oh, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. <laughs> All right. So especially like if you have older at-risk people around home, like how, yeah. like in the cars, like what are you supposed to do? Um, so anyway, JMU, I was about to put this in the facts, but I was like, I'll just save it. JMU is number one in Virginia among COVID-19 cases on college campuses. And we're not even that big, is the thing. Like, yeah, we're not. We're like 20,000 undergrad, 19,000 undergrad. Yeah, I mean, compare that to some of these other bigger schools right? in Virginia. I mean, that, that's crazy. Um, let's see. And as of, the, I wrote this on Wednesday of this week, so this is way outdated. It was 500 positive cases on Jamie's campus. That's now yeah. over 700. I'm pretty sure, I have the stat. Um, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's, it's over, it's I saw that yesterday. Um, 772 people yeah. tested positive. As of today is uh, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, whatever date it is, September, like, Jesus. anyway, so on the second, okay, so the day after they released the original statement, JMU said that they're offering free COVID testing, get this, inside Godwin, which is one of the halls here at JMU, yeah. um, it, it's like an academic hall, from 6, listen to this, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., only and this is the kicker here that this they were out the the, the line was completely around the block yep. all the way out to the street number it was one around the building around the building number two number two this was for offer from six to eight right before two hours home. and it was at capacity at 5 46 p.m before it even started it was at capacity they ran out of tests before 6 30 like 30 minutes in and it was and listen so let me just express this let me break down their logic for you all listening here so basically jmu is saying um, yeah, so we're going to take every single person that's on campus that suspects they have it, and we're going to pack them shoulder to shoulder inside a place and then run out of tests one and of expose our, everyone. And one of our oldest buildings on campus, too, with like the worst ventilation. <laughs> yeah, it's literally one of the worst ones, yeah. Um, anyway, so that was that. So they literally ran out, and they were going to offer like a little bit Friday or something that after that, but it was, you had to like make an appointment or something. Now, the JMU Health Center is closed on the weekends, if people didn't know that, which is ridiculous. Which, no excuse for that. I get that, like, you know, it, but what do you hear all the time? This is unprecedented times. Then open the freaking health center. If you're a freshman or you live on campus, what the hell are you supposed to do? You don't have a car. You don't want, if, you, <laughs> if you think you have COVID, you can't go get somebody to drive you. You shouldn't Uber. You shouldn't be on a bus or any kind of public transportation. Where the hell are you supposed to go? Preach. So what do you, so say you start feeling symptoms on Friday afternoon. The health center's closed. You can't get tested until Monday. Like yeah. after like whenever they open, like eight or nine in the morning. What are you supposed to do all weekend when you're around like 
your entire hall and your roommates and they're around people and you're spreading it all over the place. Mm-hmm. They wonder why this thing spreads like you drop a match in like a right. dry field. Right. I hope your parents and, and all, all the older people hear that right there. Like you can't go anywhere as a freshman. You have no car. How are you supposed to get anywhere? Yeah. And you shouldn't do this, this and that. Like what do you expect them to do? Okay, so JMU administration, the administration, you know, Alger and his cabinet and all those people. That's our president. <laughs> president Jonathan Alger. Jonathan Alger. Yeah. So we, I think we've mentioned it before in the past, but that's who our president is. Yeah. So they blame the students and put all of the fault on, the, on JMU students as if their hands are clean. Now, I'm not saying by any means that students are at, like, I'm not saying that they're not at fault here. Yeah. I've seen plenty of parties and large gatherings. Um, in the past couple of weeks, but to take 25,000 college students who are ages 18 to 22 and put them all together and expect them to not do literally what every college student around the country has done forever mm-hmm. is absurd. Yep. To act as if that all these students are to control themselves and police themselves, that JMU has no responsibility for this is ridiculous. Now, like, I'm not saying... You just mentioned another one of their faults with the health center. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, how do you not have that open? I mean, you don't have to have it at full capacity, but at least have the testing Mm -hmm. portion open. Mm -hmm. Um, But so what I'm saying is, like, I'm not making excuses for these people that come out here to large parties. But what I'm saying is, like, you cannot bring all of these people back here and expect them to not do what is embedded in their brain that everyone does in the history of college. Right. You're not, and I know that it's important and you have to like be, you know, think about others and everything. But the thing is, is people aren't going to do it. I know. And even if they don't think that they're not, that they're disobeying, it's just, they're just not, it's just not how it works. Yeah. I, I've heard like other, like even like professors and like, uh, you know, parents and stuff say the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's not a good situation, but you can't expect this of all these people. Like, I know. And I, I liked the effort, but the, the execution failed. Yeah, the execution was absolutely awful. So, and keep in mind, JMU had like five months to plan for this. <laughs> but yet, they're going to come back in with four weeks and come out with a master plan. Yeah. Now, The Breeze, which is the campus newspaper. I'm part of Breeze TV. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really, I mean, I kind of am part of the newspaper a little bit, but I'm, I'm part of Breeze TV. Um, the Breeze paper did an opinion piece um, this past week on the second, calling JMU out and its administration out. They couldn't have said it any better. I shared it on all my social media. I said, I'm disappointed and embarrassed and disgusted by JMU's actions. Mm-hmm. It's all, I mean, it's so blatantly obvious that they're doing all of this for money reasons. And, um, and it's a blatant disregard for the students' like, safety, and it's absurd. The lies and the deception what and, I don't and, and deflection of blame. You know what they, they call the cleaning periods? I didn't see a damn thing. I didn't. Hear, I don't. I didn't see a single person cleaning. I was on campus for a lot for a while at the beginning, and I didn't see a single person cleaning nothing. Like I look, when I go, when I go to the dining halls and like the festival and stuff, yeah. there wasn't a single table that was clean beforehand. Like before I sat down, you have to bring your own stuff if you want to wipe anything down. Yeah. And that's what I that's what I wish I saw from them. Yeah. Um. More on the deception in in, in just a minute, mm-hmm. but I I got to get on this. But you mentioned the dining halls. Yeah. I, this is you're not going to believe this if you're listening at home now i know that like when you look at this like if you look at our title and description for this episode if you've made it this far you're going to say like oh i don't go to james madison why do i want to listen to this i should have said this at the beginning but i mean you're <laughs> this will blow your mind i just finish this out i mean all right so jmu still has this was last week okay i saw pictures jmu itself tweeted this out as if they're boasting one of, the, one of the places to eat here, it's called Market 64. Mm-hmm. If you're a Jamie student, you know what that is. Yeah. Um, and possibly other dining areas. They Market. still have 
self-serve open salad buffets where you touch the tongs. There, it, you, you reach in and you get things. I really pray students aren't dumb enough to use that. Like I literally see that's the thing. I haven't been in Market sixty four. I haven't. I haven't touched it. I haven't either. But that, that just hearing that right there really just boggles my mind. Can you believe about that? Everything that they've been trying to say. I mean, what is that? And like I know, I thought it was bad enough how you had. Okay, so they have all the silverware in these dining halls all laid out. Little for, bucket. Yes, you have to dig your hand in. And yeah. I feel so sketchy when I walk up in that dining hall trying to do that stuff. And on top of that, all the condiments, they're like push the, the lever to get it all to come out. And I'm like, all we're doing is spreading these germs back and forth. Kids are coughing in their hands while they're eating. I see it. I've seen it. I've seen a kid cough in their hand during COVID and then touch his freaking spoon and all that. And it's like, why? And then that kid's going to get right back up and go touch the lever to get some mayonnaise out. And I'm just like, yeah. No, and also the things too is Big like face. they were they they re- require you wear mask when you walk in. Yeah, and require like stuff like that. But then as soon as you sit down to get food, you take the freaking mask off to eat, and you're sitting across like closer than we are right now. We're recording like across the the thing here, like you're sitting a couple feet away from these people, and you're like literally eating and like breathing all over the food. What's the point? Like literally, you leave class from sitting shoulder to shoulder with somebody with mask on, and then you go in there and you eat. Like what the hell is that? Well, the, see, you can't do anything about the eating situation, but they what they should have done. You shouldn't be able to eat inside. Like, you just take it. You have to take it back to your dorm or off campus or something. You just can't allow students to eat in those halls like that, or at least have it so. But wh- see, they're following restaurant orders. That's the thing. It's like restaurants do the same thing. I know, and I think that's stupid too. Exactly. Either way, I don't care who does it. But <laughs> the thing is, like, at least restaurants generally they try to like space the tables out more. Like, they, they, they have it, JMU. They have it, JMU. I, I didn't will see say that, that. festival. I've see well, oh, festivals. No, 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 no. I, okay, <laughs> let's talk about festival. Festival. No guidelines followed whatsoever in that place. I went in there the at other all. Day. Yeah, but I did go to D Hall early on with one of my friends, and, or E Hall, E Hall, not D Hall. These are all E-Hall. places to eat yeah, on the, James it, campus. It's a it's a dining hall. You know, yeah, they're all buffet style. Food. The E Hall and D Hall are the self serve, like kind of like what yeah. all college mm-hmm. campuses have. But continue. And they are following rules at E-Hall pretty well, just like at D-Hall in the summer. They have, like, you can't self-serve yourself in any of them. And what they, what they do well is they space out each table. So, like, you think you're going to get a table when you walk in there, but there's, no, like, no tables for yeah. you because it's all spread out. So they did a good job there. Um, JMU's social distancing, I put that in quotes, for classrooms. I, now, listen to this, everyone. I had one singular, one, uno, class in person before everything happened because of just all this crazy my schedule was all messed up all this stuff going i had one in person class but i've seen pictures and i had that one class to to talk about this jmu put like stickers on chairs and like roped with like a it looked i don't know what they use some sort of belt thing over, over seats so people can't hmm. sit in them was this like a lecture hall lecture halls yeah, yeah. yeah so they either had a sticker on like a desk or they had like saying like you can't sit here mm-hmm. or they had literally like a rope around the seat so they couldn't fold out yeah. but it's every other so, like, they, they recommend six feet for social distancing. One seat width is like a foot and a half, and that's all it was. I know. It's insane. They, they, they preach six feet on every single social media platform that they have, right? Yeah. And then when you get in the classroom, they have the seats. Like, the classes aren't even – they have nine people in one of my classes, nine people, and it's an in-person class. It was just in person all the way up until they announced that, whatever it's called, you have to go online. Yeah. And there's nine people in the classroom. It's a small classroom to begin with. It's like one of the ones in Godwin, Ken. And each seat is not even close to six feet. No. We're all like a foot. It's one foot. Yeah, and plus, like, even you'd have to put three people in that classroom to make it six feet. Yeah, I know. Like, the surface area just doesn't add up. <laughs> and plus, apparently, JMU has miscalculated, like, their like when they took these seats out versus the amount of people in the classroom because, like, there's been pictures of students sitting on the floor 
Oh, I bet. Because like they didn't have enough seats for them. Mm-hmm. They they don't have enough seats to begin with in, I know. in these classrooms. And then they took half of them out. Yeah. Yeah. And JMU like without COVID continues to add more and more students to the like the acceptance list and increase money. Exactly. They're trying to get more money and all of that so they can do all this other stuff. And right, so they're build a new build dorms, a basketball right? stadium because of all this that we can't go in. Exactly. <laughs> and so people in all my classes, all my career here have been sitting on the floor in class. I've done it. All my career. Yeah. All my career. I've not had one class every semester where I haven't seen someone sitting on the floor because there's too many kids in our classrooms. Yeah, if you come in late at all, like even like on the few, first day, you're not getting a spot. Yeah, you're sitting on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know that people are going to drop it, which is true. Mm-hmm. But like the first few days, like it's overcrowded. Yeah. Um, now, back to the deception that I met, that I that I hinted before. Okay. <laughs> this is a big deal. This of all things, if you remember one thing from this whole rant, this is the most important thing. JMU's lack of transparency when it comes to t- telling the students, faculty, and parents on what has been going on on this campus this entire time in terms of COVID numbers. They have blatantly disregarded, like, okay, so I'll get into this. So th- they, they made this thing called a dashboard, JMU's COVID Ooh. dashboard. This thing, let me tell you, okay, like if you look at it from, I mean, you don't even have to be like a statistics major to figure out that this is a bunch of crap. So like, here's what happened. Jamie did not have this when we came back. The Breeze paper has been riding their ass this entire time, like saying, we demand that you to be honest with us. And because of them riding them, they started, they made this dashboard up. It's like, it's not active yet. Like, are you freaking kidding me? You had all these months to get this thing up and ready. And now the, I, you can't tell me they didn't just make this because of what was being said. <laughs> so they made it. And then the, the way that they present their data on this site is so terrible. They make a pie chart, okay? And they make it, and they, they, the way that they set up the data, it makes it seem like there's no one that has it at JMU. They only count on their dashboard in the pie chart. They only count students that were tested at the health center. If you get tested outside of JMU, like at a, at, at like a quick clinic or a CVS or whatever, it, it, doesn't, it is not included, even if you report it to them. It's written down at the bottom. And they don't count that when they like say their cases like in their like PR because it wasn't like technically on their campus. Mm-hmm. So they do that. So it, that is terribly misleading. See, yeah, it's a big difference because it's a big issue because kids when they get tested off campus, there's there's a lot of kids that will still come on campus for their classes and not and disregard all the rules and stuff. Oh so yeah, that that's an issue right there. And they have to be able to include them both so then you can accurately represent that. And now you can't because of that. Yeah. And also, so J- the, the Breeze paper has been doing these things called FOIA requests, which stands for Freedom of Information Act. And they're doing these requests because they, they want access to see the, this, this information. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that JMU is saying that they cannot release this information because it violates HIPAA, which is not true. That is a cover-up. <laughs> Damn right, that's a cover-up. <laughs> it is, yeah, that's what, that's what their excuse is. But that's obviously not true. And um, so what they're doing is, so they... They've like denied all these requests and then they almost like make fun of the breeze. Like mm-hmm. literally they emailed these people and they email them back and they, they treat these like journalists and reporters here. Like they're not real. Like the funny thing is like the breeze is a product of JMU. Well, yeah. And also like the thing is, is uh, breeze TV and the breeze paper has been absolutely killing every other news organization in Harrisonburg. Mm-hmm. I bet. I, I, I mean, bet. like, I mean, in terms of coverage and our, what yeah. we've been covering, We've done such a better job, like mm-hmm. on this campus, than um, than the surrounding places, and they still treat us like we're like some high school yeah. kids or something, um, which is terrible. Because they, literally, they told us they said when you're 
when you have your like reporter cap on or whatever, you're an equal to the administration. You're no longer like you're not under them. You're equal. Don't act like don't let them bully you. Mm. And um, but anyway, so I just want to read this off quickly here. I found it on my phone while I was like stuttering through that. <laughs> um, so this is some things that a person kind of showed me that really looked into this um, the dashboard of JMU's. So um, it counts the off-campus reports are like in a little gray box at the bottom of the page, and it's not part of the pie chart like I mentioned a second ago. And that what they do is they count if if the test is still like it, it's it's not been confirmed positive or negative yet. It's still out. It's being tested. Yeah. Um, still waiting on your test. They, yeah. If you're waiting on the test results, they count that as negative mm-hmm. until it comes back positive. So, in so that, they've been putting in there negative immediately? Yes. <laughs> so it, the, the pie chart is like never going to yeah. be accurate because the, people get tested and tested and tested. Mm-hmm. So those are technically negative yeah. until, until proven positive. Um, and also, like, I know, like, you were tested a lot for football, yeah. like, back in July. I, I got to get tested next week, I'm pretty sure, too. <clears throat> when you were, like, in a bubble. So obviously, like, you weren't going to really be positive unless somebody on the team got it because yeah. you were basically kept here. They're throwing those results in the pool. From you guys yeah i saw i saw but, a graphic on that yeah but like they're so they're they're keeping that in terms of like um they're using that it like kind of skews the data a little bit mm-hmm. because obviously like you guys weren't really going to be positive unless there was a massive outbreak but th- they didn't start keeping the counts of off-campus stuff until august 17th mm-hmm. but yours goes all the way back to when you guys came here to camp i know i was looking at that and i'm like you guys are using our tests all the way back from from june or whatever like yeah. july july 6th like, how can you guys do that? That's so skewed data. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just, it's, this is stuff to like, to throw off like a casual observer, like say a, yeah, pa- and, a parent or somebody who's just looking at it from the outside in. Not and really there are idiots that. posting stuff on Twitter like that using data from all the way back then too. And I'm like, yeah. you think you're some savior or whatever telling every, JMU and, and their fans all this information. And I'm like, it's not even accurate. Like any idiot who's been through some type of education through college could, could understand that this is f- wrong. Yeah. Now this is actually new. So I saw an article last night from the breeze and I don't know if these people, if, if everyone is aware of this, but they have isolation beds in yeah. rooms. I don't know where these isolation things are. Either. No one has ever said they may not even exist. But we have like, there, there was a, there was a couple kids that I know that got tested positive, like for freshmen who tested positive for COVID on the team yeah. and they got put into these dorms. So I don't, I don't know, know where they are though. No, but anyway, I. so they only had, I think I'm, this is off the top of my head. I, I'm going to be close. It's, I think they had 140 isolation beds when no one was here mm-hmm. that were open. JMU is down to less than 10. Oh, I bet. There was like 11 yesterday or something. So what do you do when they run out? Like in Send two days. Home. Two days. Send I mean, people home. <laughs> so, I mean, literally, how do you have less than 150 isolation places for thousands of thousands people who of live freshmen on who come in can, who come in. What is like, that logic? How, do no, you, how can you do that? There's more freshmen that come in than... than I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just terrible, like, terrible logic by them. How? I said, I've been using this analogy all, no week, sense. all week. Think about the Titanic, okay? When oh, my it, God. We got these idiots. When it set sail, okay? Um, when, it, when it set sail, they didn't have enough lifeboats yeah. for everyone on board. Mm-hmm. JMU set sail without enough lifeboats. And it's here like, we are sinking. It's the funniest thing in the world when you think of it like that, too, because it's like history has gone on and progressed year after year. And we're like, we've learned from situations. You're like, like how could you we've set sail without enough lifeboats? And, and that, that leads you to, to think about, like, what type of management do we have at JMU? What type of management do we have for them not to understand that they need more isolation beds in case of issues like this? 
And the thing is, is if they just say we can't do it, then you can't bring the people back. Exactly. It's that simple. Exactly. If you can't do it, then you can't do it. But then you, you can't bring the people back. It's that simple. They need less people. They need less people on campus. What okay. I've heard is, see, me personally, I don't think that Jamie's hurting. It doesn't seem like they're hurting for money when you look at them with all the construction see, and stuff they people do. People don't know that, but they are. But, but I swear, because like everything that they're doing points to the fact that they're hurting for money. See, and that's the thing. People, regular students do not see it at all because no. of all the beautiful things that we have around here. I mean, here. they just built but, like a million dollar stadium. Exactly. But me as a freshman, I knew it from the beginning because of the play football. So I see that we had- like, you have this, old equipment? We had the same old equipment. See, I was lucky. I came in at the perfect time where I got like all this new equipment, like where I got new helmets. <laughs> well, yeah, you came in in 2017 and, the, and yep. Jam, you just won the national exactly. championship. So we're like, we got a shit ton of money from that, right? You're on the top and of the world. I talked to, I talked to a couple of administrators on the team and stuff like that and coaches and they're like, we don't get money for winning the national championship. That goes straight to the, to the school. Are you kidding me? That doesn't go to us. And I'm just like, and I noticed that because they would have already updated our stadium by now. That stadium would oh, be yeah. completely filled up like all the way around if they had the money, but they don't have the money. And that's, and I'm grateful for what I have. I, I really am grateful for where I'm at and what we have, but I'm just going to say that it's very evident from my point of view and perspective that we don't have the money that they want. Yeah. Because clearly they wouldn't be going through this much effort to keep classes in person, to keep the tuition money, doing all this lies and deception if they had enough money to stay afloat. Yeah. Apparently, like if they call it and say, we're going online right now, or if they did that to begin with, then they would have had to be like cutting staff. Yeah. All that. Apparently. I mean, they, that's, they already, that's what it looks like to me anyway. Yeah, exactly. They already don't pay staff a lot. No. It's, it's, it's like you can make more as a high school teacher some places. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. But. I don't um, know. And the, so, but the, th the point of all that is, is like, we're, I'm going to wrap this up, but the thing is, is like JMU has done an absolute, utterly terrible job at handling this. I cannot express that enough. And the thing is that what's funny is I'm a student ambassador. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to like represent the school, give the best people way. tours of the campus. And I said, I want to give a tour honestly, because I am not going to sit here and cover this up for them. Yeah. What are you going to do in a tour? You're like, you're like, Oh, this place is great. Right. And you're in your head. You're like, it's not freaking great right now. <laughs> like, because, I mean, the thing is, I had three great years here. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I love JMU. It's a great yeah. place, all that stuff. However, with this situation here, it's been handled so poorly, so bad. It's like ruining our last year here. Yes. You as an athlete, ruined it's it. ruined your, it's your year, obviously, but I, that's kind of going around the, the country. But, like, just in terms of us as students. But really not. It's like, there are programs right now that are playing next week. I know. And it's like... Can, can we not? I, 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 know. I don't know. Isn't uh, is UNC playing? Yeah, yeah. Playing. And they had they had like thousands of cases yep. at their thing. Yep. Um, but they're a football team. They get yeah, to play. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. It's just been so poorly mismanaged. Um, and it's just been all over the internet. And I didn't write this. Down. I almost forgot. We were on the ABC World News. <laughs> it was on there the other night. They're talking about it. Like, yeah, this was they everywhere. said literally on there. They're like. The newest example is James Madison University. <laughs> and it's saying many campuses across the country are sending their students home to their families. And then it's a quote from Dr. Fauci. And yep. he's saying, he said, this is the worst move you could possibly do. Like, you know, I talk kind of like this, but he's like, this is the worst move you could possibly do. And it's like, literally, it's the worst thing you can yes, do. Yes, the you're, stupidest You're thing. spreading it to everyone everywhere. There. In every state where the kids come from, you're spreading it. And then they want us to come back. So we're going to go home. Get, spread it there. Bring get, it back. Get it from other places at home. And then bring it back. And then bring it back here. Ugh. Great. 
Great job. So yeah, that's gonna be the end of that segment. But we just wanted to like bring light to the situation. Yeah, of how one quick thing I want to I know you okay. want to say something. Parking passes. Oh god, go for parking it. Parking passes, three hundred dollars. This shit cost three hundred dollars for a parking pass, right? And they didn't say anything until they they really haven't said anything at all. It, it took students going to them and like forcing their hand to get refunds for the parking pass to be able to get a refund for it. So we literally had the parking pass for a week and a half, maybe, and then they canceled classes altogether and they're like oh class is going online we just paid 300 dollars for a parking pass what are we gonna do yeah i saw samaj he was a guest on the show back i don't know like 10 weeks ago or something yeah, a while ago yeah he tweeted he goes like shout out to everybody holding strong not buying a parking pass <laughs> that's the thing he, he acting like he's all high and mighty but he plays football just like me what are we gonna do we have workouts well, for me, I, I called parking services the other day and asked them, I said, is there any other options than buying the $300 pass? Because, um, I, like, even though we're online, like, my roommates are like, we're not getting them. Now, for those of you listening out here, attention, parking information. You can listen to this again. We have an episode on <laughs> All right. So the thing is, if you're a student and you do not have any pass whatsoever, you are, I just talked to him on the phone, uh, you are allowed to park anywhere on campus without a parking pass. On the weekends. On the weekends, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I feel like a lot of students don't know that. You any time after, I think they said three three p.m. on Friday four, afternoon. Four. Okay. Four p.m. Okay. I got a ticket at three thirty. Oh, you're right. I did too. It's four. <laughs> it's four. Anytime after four p.m. on Friday, all the way up until Monday morning. I think it's at like six a.m. or seven a.m. or something like that. Uh -huh. Um, technically, when campus opens, you can park anywhere on campus and leave it there. You can't. It. You won't get a ticket with no parking pass. However. That doesn't help me out. Like, but see, I do like, what if I have to interview somebody for Breeze TV? What if I have to do this or that? Exactly. Like, what if I just want to get food or something? Like, so you're telling me I have to pay $300 for that? That's what I'm worried about, dude, because I play football and so, so does Samaj. Like, he's talking like he ain't got to have a pass. I don't know but what to do. We have workouts every week. We're going to have workouts like probably five times a week again once we start back up yeah. again. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, it's only for an hour I'm going to be on campus. Same. In my car. Yeah. An hour, two hours. And I'm like, why can't? I'm in the same situation. They like, need to have options for that stuff. And it's, yeah blowing my mind yeah and originally Steelers, i don't think this all is they true. want is money i know apparently they wanted to do a ten dollar fee to give you your refund back but i don't think they're doing that anymore <laughs> that I would think. be the biggest bullshit people would sue their ass i uh, couldn't but like yeah. i wish um okay so this was this is the last thing here i saw this they just update this is just information for everybody um the original deadline for withdrawal was september 15th we talked about that but apparently the university has pushed that until September 25th. They pushed it 10 more days. They extended yeah. the, the deadline, which is something good they've done. All right. Well, um, that's good information. Yeah. Um, let's just wrap that up there. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to run a little long here. But it was, I needed to get that off my yeah. chest. <laughs> we need to show the people exactly yeah. how Jamie's handling Share it. Share this. Like, get the word out there. It is not <laughs> this, like, utopia. Yeah. But all right. Sports, jumping into sports, sports news. news. What's happening, bro? Uh, let's see. To start off, um, Jacksonville Jaguars released running back Leonard Fournette um, this past week. Uh, I always liked. He's I a, never. I would not have seen that coming. He. I got him like every year in fantasy because he was like LSU guy. You know, I always liked yeah. him when he was there. And he. He just never. I mean, he He's was not like, a fantasy back. Like I mean, I, he got injured a lot. Yeah. And nice. stuff. And I don't think he made it through a whole season like uninjured. So. He was released, but then he was picked up by the Buccaneers. Yeah. So he's there with Tom Brady and Gronkowski. I'm and telling you, watch like, out. We for were them. we were a little skeptical about that team thing, and like everyone's like, well, they got Gronk and Tom now. They're going to be NFL superstars. Whatever. Is it going to be another Super Bowl like Cleveland Browns scenario with yeah, right? all these all stars? Exactly. And that's what I'm thinking. But they don't have that cohesion. All stars do not make a team great. 
it makes the team great. It's the cohesion, like you just said, and the and the work that comes behind it and all that, you know. So remember the, the Browns? The they, they got Odell and they yeah, had all they these had good guys. The best offense in the world. Stephen A. screaming at the top of his lungs. I'll be damned. See what happens on this team this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah okay. Okay. Steven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They didn't even make the playoffs. Exactly. But um, next up, Cam Newton, named the official starting quarterback for the Patriots. Uh, I, mean, I would hope so. <laughs> right. I mean, but. It, people were a little skeptical early on about it, so I'm glad and I'm I'm I'm, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. So, yeah. Next, Dwayne Haskins officially named QB one as well for the Washington Football Team. The Washington Football Team. <laughs> the name. <laughs> and what really stifles me the most about the Redskins, right? Uh, about the Washington Football Team right now. Bleep. <laughs> what pisses me off the most. Uh, Adrian Peterson was just cut AP from, from why it's so stupid by Ron Rivera on our team and this is so upsetting to me because he is the best running back that we have it's that like, was all you had for <laughs> offense last year he's amazing and it's like they were tweeting so much like thank you so much for coming to, to play for us in, the, in our football That's team so stupid. and it's like Ron Rivera you did the same thing to Cam Newton like, yeah. he did the same thing to Cam Newton he's just famous for this bullcrap and it's like Adrian he didn't care because like he's made millions in his career and he's done so many great things but like and he knows someone's gonna pick him up, but it's like I hope like the Cowboys or somebody picks him right. up, but they run yeah. all over yeah. him. You know what I mean? I'd love that. And I love my football team, the, re- the, the Washington football team, but it's but the, the the management has always pissed me off so much, and I'm just tired of it. I, I thought you were better, Ron, but whatever. Uh, he he said he said something like he, I'll put in a quote here, or something like that, or a clip of him. He talks about how like he's such an amazing back, and he was just so damn good for us. But he but he just wasn't like. Like our fit right now, but whatever, we'll put that in. It's not about what he hasn't done or anything like that, but it's about what this group of, of, of backs has, has shown us, um, especially in the way the offense is headed. Uh, and that's really this is all about. I mean, Adrian is a, is a true pro. Music news. Music news. Nah, nah, I'm a pop star, not a doctor. It's just calling my phone like I'm locked up, nonstop. Run the plane to the fucking. SZA. A new single hit different. Uh, Justin Bieber starring in Drake, his new <laughs> starring as Drake as DJ Khaled's new pop star music video. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I saw a bunch of girls going like crazy over it on, on Instagram. I didn't write this down. I just want to hit it really quick here. Um, so every, we, you addressed a couple weeks ago. You were talking about the song. Well, I think I actually said something originally, but it was WAP. WAP. Uh, now I'm not gonna get into that, but like, but they they came out with the clean version of this song <laughs> that's on that's being played on the radio, and my girlfriend was playing. And that the, she was just like listen to this clean version the stuff that they let go in this clean version that's being played on the radio yeah. this is the, the dirtiest song the I've ever heard in my entire life I've never heard a song it is yeah I've never heard a dirtier song it's than this the song. movement we're in now dude it's crazy like girls honestly the song is not bad it's, but it's like, like <laughs> it's like the whole movement like now like it's like girls like not wearing like shirts with like bra- like bras underneath now like showing their nipples that's off. the same it's, thing it's the same thing it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the movement we're in now this song it's, is the same thing no 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 it is like think about it for a second like what they're saying in the song think yeah. about it <laughs> so what time is it now <laughs> it's the three songs of the week three songs of the week <laughs> all right now um I didn't really have a song that was like that I something about JMU, you know, but so I went with this. Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Uh, 
Now, the reason why I picked this is Jimmy Hendrix, let's go! Because you, Jamie must be in some kind of purple haze to be making the decision-making that they've been having. So. That's a theme. <laughs> there you go. I, I, that was a bit of a stretch, but I had to go for it. I like it. I like it. Jamie Hendrix is a freaking awesome I love man. the song. Yeah, it's yeah. great, great stuff. All right, well, I'm kind of back to my country roots these days now. And uh, we're going to start off with Boots by Hardy. Boots. <laughs> <laughs> So, my next song is 21 by Polo G. Birthday bitches lit, I just turned 21. Decorate your block with red tape, phone them sliding their day. Bunch of hollows spinning out the clock. I've been serving fiends all day. Out there posted with the gang, nigga. We was taught to get it off the block. Yeah, me and my roommates, we've been playing a lot of Polo G lately. We were talking about it. Yeah, and you had Go Stupid. Yeah, Go Stupid last time. What's your next one? Mad by Neo. We don't even a little throwback here you know what i'm talking about Neo. i want him to release some new stuff i know too like, I, li- I like me yeah he was good yeah little, li- little light skin music that was like <laughs> that um it's definitely different than uh polo g <laughs> but um no all my music's different than polo g today yeah but um no, Neo, like, he was probably, like, what, we were, like, middle school? Yeah, he was, yeah. I and like, elementary school, dude. Yeah, he was yeah. old. Yeah. Um, my last, this was actually recommended by my roommate, Tanner. Um, I feel like Tanner's got some good taste. Yeah, I mean, he plays guitar just like Mike does. They, he, they like, we got to get a jam session yeah. going or something, like, out on the back deck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, but he, like, he, like, I, I've always wanted to learn how to play blues, like, when I was younger. And, like, I kind of got out of it. And he's been playing all his, like, blues music on the back deck, and I'm, like... Angry over here, and I'm just like sticking to my rock music. <laughs> anyway, this song is called Empty Promises. And um, he was like, Hey, I was on Aux the other day. He's like, Put this song on. I'm like, Oh, I like that. It's a lot of guitar. It's by Chris Stone, Kingfish Ingram. I never heard of them or him, Interesting. but um, yeah. Well, it's Kingfish is in quotes. So obviously, that's like a nickname. Yeah. But no, that's that's like it's my government. That's my government name. Kingfish. Kingfish. Anyway, it's a good song. Check it out. A lot of guitar in it. All right. Uh, last one here. Like I said, I'm back with my country roots. Can't wait to go off road and blasting this music down the country roads. He went to Jared Hardy. <laughs> he went to Jared. <laughs> Jerry, I went to the bar. Yeah, I went to the bar. Show story. Hey, wait, it's Jerry. <laughs> Look at this rock. But anyway, yeah, that's gonna do it. Like we, like we were saying earlier, guys. Uh, we both love JMU. Like, yeah. it's like we've had great years here. And um, I hate that I have to. I just, I feel like with me being a reporter or anything, as well as just being a student here, and I'm one of the, I think I'm one of the more informed students on this, like, because a lot of students yeah. don't know what's going on, and the more you know, the longer you can rant about this. That's right. what I've and, always said. And it's like, like, just like we just said, I, like, I could say myself, I'm very thankful to be here, like, I, like, growing, like, in high school, like, getting the options that I had, I'm very thankful to come here, so. Yeah. No shade to Jamie, but at the same time, we just want to update the, the public on, like, it's just how like, they're doing. It's just, it's just the handling of this situation exactly. right here. It's just, 
setting this aside, like I, I don't have. Problems. We just expect a little bit more from the universe that we love. You know, yeah. We go to. So that's why we like if we hated it, we wouldn't be ragging exactly. like this. Right. You know, it's tough love. And if we really hated <laughs> it, we would transfer. Like it's not that hard to transfer. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. That's gonna do it. Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Peace.